Welcome back to the Hemingway List podcast. Coming to you live from our new house, as promised, my new office, and I am using my mic handheld. So if you hear some hand noises, I apologize. I swapped to a different desk during the transition. Um, thought I'd, tr- you know, I was like, why don't I use that desk anymore? That's a good desk. I set it up, set up my computer, then I realized that my microphone doesn't mount to this desk because it has like a kind of tapered edge. And uh, that's then I remembered why. So here I am, how handheld. Talking about Alexander Montmorey. Um, we have a translation of yesterday's poem. So I think I might read this translated version or this modernized version. Uh, and then, of course, we'll be going on to read some William Stevenson. William Stevenson. Um, and I believe today's poem by old Billy Stebo is about beer, if I'm not mistaken. We'll find out soon enough. But for now, let's uh, revisit yesterday's pro- uh, pot, um, poem. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, in a modern English translation, thanks to Swim Says the Mama Fishy. Nigh, oh, sorry, night is nigh gone. Hey, now the day's dawning. The jolly cock's crowing, the eastern sky's glowing, stars fade one by one, the thistle cock's crying, one lover's long lying, cease vowing and sighing, the night is nigh gone. The fields are owning, owing, with goans all glowing, and white lilies growing, a thousand as one. The sweet ring dove cooing, his love notes renewing, now moaning, now suing, the night is nigh gone, the season excelling, in scented flowers smelling, so kind love compelling, our hearts every one, with sweet ballads moving, the maids we are loving, mid musing and roving, the night is nigh gone. Of war and fair women, the young knights are dreaming, with bright breastplates gleaming, and plumed helmets on, the barbed steed neighs lordly, and shakes his mane proudly, for war trumpets loudly say, Night is nigh gone. I see the flags flowing, Thai warriors are glowing, and snorting and blowing, the steeds rushing on, the lances are crashing, out broad blades come flashing, mid shouting, and dashing, the night is nigh gone. Made a lot more sense with a modern translation, that's for sure. So thank you for sharing that. Swim says the mama fishy TLDR fun facts from the Wikipedia. Montmorey came to prominence as Laurel, uh, sorry, Laurelid, leader of Castilian band, a circle of court poets, heeded by the king, after being declared victor over a rival poet, Patrick Hume of Polworth, in a comically scurrilous flighting or poetic duel. The king, who was himself a practising member of the group, referred to Montmorey as its Meister Poet. Wow. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it's like the old 1500s version of a rap battle. That's awesome. He became involved in late 1596, or early 97, in a Catholic plot to seize the rocky outcrop of Elisa Craig in the Lower Firth of Clyde, a supporter for a Spanish intervention in the Earl of Tyrone's Rebellion in Ireland, led by Montmorey's friends and fellow poet Hugh Barclay of Ladyland. This enterprise soon collapsed, Barclay being killed in the process, and on the 14th of July, 
1597, Montmorency was declared an outlaw. He may have planned to leave the country, perhaps to go to Scottish Benedictine Monastery in Wurzenburg, but he was still in Scotland at the time of his death in August 1598. His death proved as controversial as his life, for the authorities of the Canongate Kirk in Edinburgh refused to allow him to be buried in the churchyard on the grounds of his Catholicism, only an intervention by the king himself forcing them to change their minds. Montmurray is one of the finest of Middle Scots poets and perhaps the greatest, greatest Scottish exponent of the sonnet form. <coughs> That's very cool, and I'm sorry I'm sniffling through the history of this person's existence. Um, I had a dusty day moving a lot of stuff from one garage to another, so I'm super sniffly now. I hope I'm not getting sick. Um, Alright, today's poem, William Stevenson. It's called Jolly Good Ale and Old. I cannot eat but little meat. My stomach is not good, but sure I think that I can drink with him that wears a hood. Though I go bare, take you no care, I nothing am a cold. I stuff my skin so full within of jolly good ale and old. Back and side go bare, go bare, both foot and hand go cold, but belly... God send thee good ale enough, whether it be new or old. I love no roast but an up-brown toast, and a crab laid in the fire. A little bread shall do me stead, but much bread I not desire. No frost, nor snow, no wind I trow, can hurt me if I wold. I, I am so wrapped and thoroughly lapped of jolly good ale and old. Back and side go bare, go bare, and see... And tip my wife that, as her life, loveth well good ale, and to seek full oft drinks she till ye may see. The tears run down her cheek, then doth she trow to me the bowl, even as a malt worm should, and saith, Sweetheart, I took my part of this jolly good ale and old, back and side go bare and, go and bare and see. Now let them drink, till they nod and wink, even as good fellows should do, they shall not miss to have the bliss good ale doth bring then too. And all poor souls that have scoured the bowls, or have them lustily trod, God save the lives of them and their wives, whether they be young or old. Back and side go bare, go bare, both foot and hand go cold, but belly, God send thee good ale enough, whether it be new or old. There you go. Nothing better than a good old beer, hey? Cheers to that. Um, very nice. I liked it. I like. I can imagine this as a kind of a shanty being sung in a in a pub in an old pub in the fifteen hundreds. Loved it. All right. Th thanks everyone for listening. See you tomorrow.